Hello, everybody, and welcome to Report This Post. My name is Geiger. That is Christian. Geiger, you little meatball. How are you? And we are your hosts with The Post, and we are here today to talk about Rick and Morty. Awful. <laughs> uh, a television cartoon that's um, most notable for having the worst fan base of anything in media. Yeah. Um, when you sent over that that was what the uh, uh, this week's... <laughs> Uh, topic was going to be made me think back to uh, when that first came out um it was one of those things where i was like oh, i could give this a shot and mm-hmm. then immediately saw like what people's reactions to it were right and completely turned off by it yeah i remember a couple friends of mine who uh you know friends i like they were, they were telling me about it this was you know i guess season one or whatever mm-hmm. I was like i don't know what the hell you're talking about rick and marty and then explain it and be like mm, uh, it sounds like a worse futurama or something like right that. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, so yeah, I remember I watched a few episodes and, um, you know, just kind of, kind of there. Yeah. It's not, it, it's one of those things where it's like super unmemorable and it's very strange that there's such a rabid yeah. fan base around it, I guess. Yeah. I think it's a, it's one of those, um, a lot of crazed, uh, fan fandoms are, get that way because, uh, of how the perceived uh, exclusivity and uh, it's different than other shows and better. Yeah, my my little note I made for it here is that it's an adult cartoon series created especially for geniuses. Yes, is, uh, very high Q, high IQ uh, yeah. people. You got to be smart to get this stuff, folks. Yeah, that's a, a common a common thing you'll see. Yeah, um, and uh, in fact, uh, let's talk let's talk about. The show itself and okay. who, who created this This series show. was created by Justin Rowland, who is the co-creator, producer, director, writer, and the voice talent of both the title characters. Okay. So just a real jack of all trades. And Dan Harmon, who is a fellow podcaster <laughs> and the uh, creator. One of our of, colleagues. Yeah, yes. one of our colleagues. And uh, one of the, the creator of the uh, NBC series Community, which mm. ran for a number of years. Another show, kind of the same thing. A big fan base. Just fine. Watched it's, a couple episodes. And it's said, okay. All right. Um, and it premiered on Adult Swim on December 2nd, 2013. And uh, since then, it's uh, it's had a couple, three seasons, I think. Yeah, I think it's on three seasons, which is strange seeing how it's been six years. So Yeah, it's it's six years, three seasons. Uh, that's about a season every two years by my <laughs> math. Yeah, um, I think your math works out on that one, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think part of what makes it so popular is that there is time off between seasons. It's you know the Sopranos are the same thing. We should try that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe two years between episodes. Get really get people really excited about it. Uh, yeah, I think um, the time between and the fact that it was so like Community, so many in jokes, so many continuity things, so many. Uh, memes that sprang from it because yeah. of a lot of them pretty forced like your um let's see what are some of the good jokes uh wubba lubba dub wubba lubba dub dub wubba yeah. lubba dub dub is one of the uh inside jokes that's a uh i guess that's a catchphrase it's a catchphrase on the show uh get swifty i believe is another that's right <laughs> it's another catchphrase uh and pickle rick which of course we'll talk we'll about. talk about that yes <laughs> we'll talk about that later um now, out of context, these are obviously stupid. And in context, uh, they're also stupid, <laughs> yeah, which I think is pretty, pretty notable. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, 
I think what appeals to a lot of these uh, high IQ uh, brain geniuses <laughs> is the fact that it's clearly a show like geared towards children, but they they talk about like sciency nerd stuff. Like first paragraph of Wikipedia of these of these things. Oh yeah, they can absorb they absorb and can reiterate stuff, but right, they don't can. have the actual Absolute. capabilities to. Uh, yeah, there's a in one of the big uh, there's a copy pasta as uh, you love to refer to them as is the uh, <laughs> the, the a common post that you'll see on uh, a lot of forums is, uh, people making fun of Rick and Morty are the. Uh, just this long paragraph about, uh, you know, you have to have a high IQ to mm-hmm, appreciate mm-hmm. the show. You have to be a certain type of uh, incredibly large-brained person to really know what the hell they're talking about. If you don't like the show, it's because you don't get it. Right. Not that's, because it's bad. That's one of the big things. And um, the the fans are so uh, notably and infamously terrible that, even like inside the Rick and Morty community, there's a lot of like anti Rick and Morty fans. <laughs> Pretty incredible. That's there's there's like subreddits dedicated to making fun of those fans, like inside the community, plus yeah. outside the community. So pretty incredible that uh, uh, how how completely terrible a lot of these uh, absolute monsters are. Yeah, just like any any well, not just like because they are a special breed, but like any fandom. I mean, it's its own cancer. They're all cut from the same cloth, yeah. but uh, this show just has uh, certain things about it that uh, gets the worst out of people. Mm-hmm. And by people, we mean eighteen-year-old uh, boys, eighteen-year-old <laughs> white guys. Uh, but let's talk more about these fans. Oh, please, let's I? do that. What are some good posts you have from uh, some really bad fans? Um, this where is do, and where do you find some of these posts? So, so a lot of the stuff that I found is from Twitter. But this is a lot of that uh, pseudo intellectual stuff that we've talked about before. It's not a woke thing, but it's a. Uh, a it again, mm-hmm. you have to be a genius to understand right, the show. Right. Yeah. So, so this is a, a post from a guy whose handle is at Vapen Bill. Yes, uh, right. At Vapen Bill um, wanted to thank Dan Harmon for an intellectual 2017. Jesus is fake. Love is just chemicals. Focus on science. Dan Harmon is a genius. Wow. I lost my virginity with Rick and Morty playing in the background. I dropped research chems with a Rick and Morty tab. Rick and Morty forever. <laughs> you all right there? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that one got me. Um, <laughs> so Vape and Bill lost his uh, virginity, which is news in of itself. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and, but, of course, he did it uh, to Rick and Morty. Uh yeah, what, what was it, like, Love is Chemicals or something like that? Uh, that's a quote. Jesus is fake, Love is Just Chemicals, Focus on Science. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things from the show, like some sort of quote where uh, right. uh, Rick, the uh, the horrible the horrible character Rick, who um, he said something about uh, love is uh, just a bunch of chemicals, it's irrational or something like mm-hmm. that. So, of course, a bunch of... Um, Incel guys. A bunch of guys who uh, don't have a whole lot of love experience are using this as their... Uh, they're they're one to. We're not allowed to say inso. <laughs> uh, well, I think we'll just save that for a future episode. I'm sure we have some <laughs> incel stuff we can uh, discuss at some point. Yeah. Um. There's a, a lot of horrible fans as we as we talked right. about, and um, there's uh, people who, uh, as with many previous episodes, we've seen there are people who try to um, monetize. Sure. Off the uh, 
uh, off of whatever grift the current grift is. In this case, Rick and Morty was one of them. In this case, these were like super fans who decided to uh, open up a pub uh, dedicated to Rick and Morty. Wow, that's depressing. And it was called a uh, Wubba Lubba Dub Pub. <laughs> Uh, here's the problem: is that they used a uh, uh, like everything from the show. Sure, just uh, just decided to use it unlicensed and all that. Right, and all copyright infringement. Yeah, and they got in trouble for that. <laughs> so yeah, were they upset with? They were upset with a decision from uh, Turner Broadcasting. <laughs> Good. So they made a post on Facebook. Wubba Lubba Dub Pub was designed by fans for fans, though we think everyone would have enjoyed it. It was a labor of love and included hand-sewn me-seeks from our CEO, Angie's mother, graffiti work by an incredible artist, a 25-foot Reuben cut out of our special projects director, and deep references to a show that has made us all laugh out loud and confront the deeper meaning behind the gags. In a word, we are fans geeking out. Turner Broadcasting slash Cartoon Network wasn't willing to let us do that and demanded we shut down. We then reached an agreement and thus delayed for a week, but they changed their minds, threatened us with exorbitant fees, and then took everything off the table today and refused to talk any further. The whole time we were operating in good faith and willing to make concessions to bring this wonderful work of fan art to life. Now we have to lay off our beloved employees and take a massive financial hit, all because Turner Broadcasting slash Cartoon Network are unwilling to figure out a way to let a great fan tribute happen. We are so sorry to all the fans, but we have also learned a valuable lesson. When it comes to free speech and fair use, Turner Brack Broadcasting oh. slash Cartoon Network believes they should only be a joke on the show. <laughs> that, boy, that's... So they just uh, took a bunch of stuff from the TV show and uh, put it in a bar and uh, they made the names were everywhere. And oh, sure. Just Rick and Morty Ale, you know, like somehow Turner Broadcasting wasn't Had a, a problem with that, that yeah. yeah. Try to imagine working with, uh, you know, doing a Star Wars bar. Doing, uh, oh, could Marvel you imagine? Bar. These, pe- these people will be dead. We'd never hear from them again. It seemed like uh, Turner went pretty easy on them, actually. Well, just Gave them like a couple weeks to... And, and I can only imagine the fact that um, the way that it's phrased that um, they came back, you know, that there was an offer on the table and stuff. I can only imagine these guys' re- reaction that made them pull that, mm-hmm. where it's just like... Okay, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, you're 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 busting the balls here. You know, we just tried to steal your stuff and make money off of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it. All right. Yeah. So they probably could have gotten away with it. They're probably see you can you can do that stuff without completely just ripping it off. You know. Sure. You can to, do it in, a, in an homage. Yeah. There's a lot of there are Star Wars ish mm-hmm. pubs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. My my wife when she was in New York, makes me think she went to a Doctor Who, Who themed. Sure. But it wasn't like... Yeah. Was yeah. it a BBC Presents Doctor <laughs> right. Who the Bar? Yeah. It was just a wink-wink, right. nudge-nudge kind of thing. So. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I guess it's it speaks to the literalness of these fans. That is a thing, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think the idea that this is a humongous entitlement to the show, like they're fans, so that's really all that matters. That's they They deserve to have to do this more than... The company that owns, owns everything rights. to the show. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, did you see anything about people having attraction to the characters on the show? Um, didn't specifically look into that, but that's not surprising in any way. This is an article I found titled, Fans Want to Have Sex with Rick Sanchez, and Here's Apparently Why. 
All right. Uh, so we've talked about, so this Rick Sanchez, mm. this is one of the main characters. He is an elderly uh, mad scientist. Sure. I guess. Alcoholic. Just awful. Yeah. So like lazy, it's a lazy character. It's basically doc. Basically the show is back to the future. That's what, yeah, that was the intention. It was supposed to be like a, a raunchy back to the future with this old guy and the young kid and they do time travel and shit like that. But, so yeah, just awful lazy. Anyway, so this article, the Sanchez Babes, a recently founded online community of 20-something superfans, have come together to share their love for Rick Sanchez. Tumblr is their main outlet, probably not anymore, to blog and reblog all things Hottie Rick. One member explains, with Rick, I specifically like his wrinkly old man butt, his enthusiasm when he's happy, and I think his bald spot is cute. What's weird is that he's some 70-year-old mentally abusive drooling alcoholic that I find sexy. That's right. Yes, that is weird. <laughs> I think <laughs> the, we figured that out. <laughs> it can definitely be seen as weird, but to each their own yeah. is how this article ends up. Sure. Um, people uh, who get attracted to cartoon characters in general um, yeah. are insanely problematic to me personally. Yeah. Um, but f- what, if, what if they become attracted to unattractive cartoon <laughs> characters? <laughs> These aren't... Uh, Hot, busty manga babes. These no, are, this, this is, is a, a disgusting old drunk yeah, man. like covered in like spit and vomit, like just constantly on his mouth and all that. Yeah. The worst, the, uh, this character burps every other sentence or something like that True. when they're when they're talking, which is a part of the charm of the character. You didn't, never experienced dealing with anyone like that, having to edit that out of uh, a podcast. Yeah, see, I edit them out. Apparently, uh, <laughs> they, they don't edit them in the. Yeah, they're. Uh, it's like such a disgusting character that's like such an asshole and uh, there's no development of any kind with the characters. I just really don't really understand how that's. Yeah. I think, I think that's the thing I don't get. It's like that, uh, like the family guy thing where it's just like, here's these characters. We just put them in this situation. It's the same character. Right. It's this crazy situation at the end of it. Everything's, there's no change. Nothing. Yeah. No one's grown. Nothing. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like like the f- the early Family Guy shows, they had you know they had like a oh, like a touching end of the episode. There was a you know, and there was also some sort of continuity because the thing there would be called I, I I got chewed out for this not too long ago, but I I said early Family Guy was better than The Simpsons has been for the last like fifteen years. But I mean, that's not that's not a bad take. No, well, if you said early Family Guy was better than earlier Simpsons, then oh no no you would no. have had a shitstorm. No, but you would have uh, been massacred. But it is that thing where it's like they do the callback, and then it's not just a one bit after a bit after a bit where it's like, you know, just this weird mm-hmm. non sequitur. And that's right, what this right. show is. Just this one huge non sequitur. Yeah. Um, well, like, like some of the pickle Rick and shit like that. It's just, you know, it's LOL random right. stuff. Yeah. Uh, culture of internet stuff. Yeah. So yeah, some, uh, some, uh, Rick babes, Rick, uh, Rick babes. Yeah. That was one of Rick. the more depressing things that I found. Yeah. This is a little bit better. This is a, uh, this is a guy who uh, is a is a big fan of the show, and also a big fan of uh, I believe marijuana. <laughs> oh wow! This is from Facebook. When your personality is Rick, but you tolerate life because you smoke weed and become like Morty. Yes, I understand why I feel the way I feel, and all the reasons why I can't stand society and can only tolerate it by being in a similar day state as everyone else seems to be sober. Otherwise, I will call everyone on their idiocracy and be a giant realistic dick. A.K.A. I'm Rick Sanchez. <laughs> so this guy needs weed to like temper because of society because it's like an idiocracy 
This guy checked, checked a lot of boxes that for is me. Like, yeah, that is a big, that's a big time. So yeah, you know, he called himself a Rick. He calls other people Morty's. That's a big thing in the show and the community is, you know, certain people are Ricks, which is like cool guy. Certain people are Morty's, which is like, you know, dork, kind of uh, annoying. Wow. Then you have Jerry's, which is like really bad. That's like a really bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's a, a character from the show that everyone hates. Kind of like your Meg from Family Guy. Sure. Thing, yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, you're a Jerry. Uh, there's, there's others too that I can't think of, but. They'll just call people, uh, hey, you're a, you're a Jerry. You know, someone makes a comment online that they don't like, hey, you're a Jerry. Really I mean, that cool. sounds insanely cool to me. It's, it couldn't be less uncool. <laughs> God, fuck it. I hate it. Well, let's, I, I'll tell you what, this is a, an inspiring post I want to share with you that, from a fan. This is a post I found on the R Reddit Rick and Morty, which is just fucking dog shit. Yes. Um, this is a post titled, the show legit changed my life. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a feel-good story. <laughs> a little backstory. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Hicksville, USA. Trump voting, Bible thumping, homophobic, transphobic, you name it. I always felt like an outcast there. I'm a bona fide Bernie Sanders supporting atheist engineering major, in quotations, because I actually want a job. How did my personality go down with my friends and family while growing up? Yeah, you can imagine. Constant arguments, threat of disowning, and and minimal contact, except for the occasional tense phone call once I got the fuck out of that town. Then, I discovered a show called Rick and Morty. Rick became my low-key hero, the perfect combination of a badass, take-no-bullshit attitude, Uh. science nihilism. I finally saw my background as a Rick growing up among a town of cherries. There you go. More importantly, (laughs) Rick taught me the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yes. It's turned my life around. I don't take bullshit from my parents or childhood friends or anyone anymore. (laughs) No longer do I sit in an angry silence when they display their bigotry or ignorance. After my dad's latest tirade at a family event, I just flipped in the bird and split. I feel liberated liberated and all because of one random irreverent cartoon. So I guess all I can say is, wubba-lub-dub-lub-dub-dub. Yeah, hell yeah. That's almost a refreshing take because this guy was not the uh, ultra conservative uh, libtard hating fellow. He he went the other way. Nope. Uh, Top comment on this is upvoted since OP's a fag. So (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) that's uh, another Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. (laughs) Just uh, Mm. throwing their hat in there. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Um, Goddamn. Yeah. So he's in a town of Jerry's and he has to get out of there, huh? Gotta go find his Morty, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the Rick to his Morty or vice versa. Yeah, so so Rick is this badass, nihilist, you know, atheist scientist guy, which is so what every single one of these fuckers wanna be. They wanna sure. be oh, yeah. they wanna be cool. They wanna be a cooler Neil deGrasse Tyson with like with Edge and like, you know take takes no prisoners, the whole of it. I, I got curious because uh I was thinking, this seems like a very Elon Musk person kind of thing. You think so, huh? I would think so. I found a lot of posts, um, and to the point where I found out at one point, um, Elon Musk and the official Rick and Morty Twitter account had a back and forth conversation for 14 hours straight on Twitter. Imagine, that uh, fucking sucks, dude. Imagine being stuck having to read that for 14 <laughs> hours straight. No, I'm, can you, if you can, if you can imagine, the fans were eating it up. Yeah, I can. I can imagine that. Um, 
there's definitely crossover there. It's um, you know, you saw Kanye's a big uh, Rick and Morty fan. I don't know. Yeah, if he, he, had, if he, he did some art or had some art done. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he paid someone thousands of dollars to make that. <laughs> just found somebody on Tumblr. And he yeah, because it's the thing with him and his is his kid, I think. And they're like, I, I saw him do a fan art, post a fan art of him as a. Uh, I think as Rick. as Morty, I believe. Was he Morty? And I think his I think his wife was Rick. That's some undertones there, huh? It's, it's something weird there, yeah. Mm. It says a lot about something. Uh I think it says that Kanye's a dumbass. <laughs> um <laughs> I found a uh I found a Facebook group called uh Rick Real Ricks Against Jerry's. <clears throat> and there's a there's rules to this group. If you want to join, you want to you want to post. So it just, just did you, you, you join it? Uh, I did not join it. Oh, okay. It's right. thankfully it's a public group, so I didn't oh, have to. Great. I didn't have to join, and I'm not an asshole, so I didn't join. After that, I saw that. Here's the rules: get swifty with your posting. Existence is pain, which is another reference. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that one is, but I do know that is a reference. Group rules are simple: one, don't be a Jerry. Two. SJWs are allowed, but not respected. Mm. <laughs> Three, memes must be dank and either relating to Rick and Morty or nihilism or absurdism. And four, you must have intelligent mm. discussion. Free speech is very important. This is the, like, with the Ron Swanson, this is how people, like, the way people find out, like, about libertarianism. libertarianism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all... This is all the same crew. Yeah. I mean, like, they find out what nihilism means, and then, like, two days later, they're like, I'm a nihilist. Yeah. 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 They, they, they looked up a couple, getting a couple paragraphs on Wikipedia, maybe, uh, a link from someone's Twitter, and, uh, hey, I'm a nihilist now. That's my, <laughs> that's my entire ideology, I've decided. <laughs> my entire ideology and personality. Three days ago, I never heard of this word, but now that's, that's going to define everything about me to everyone I meet. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I went through that, uh, the group, and there was a lot of just, uh, a lot of your typical memes that are just references to shit, and, uh, we're, I'll post a few of them this week on the, uh, on the Twitter, yeah. twitter.com slash report this post. Um, but, uh, you know, what, it's, it's really hard to, when everything is that inside, it's hard to it, really figure out what's, what the fuck is going on. You know, yeah. like, I, I, I want to make fun of this, but I really don't know if it's, I don't know if it's actually pathetic or if it's just, you know, some of them are obvious, some of them are very, very obvious, but mm-hmm. then there's some that are, like, I think this is just an inside joke and I don't really, I don't really care. So. Great. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> another great, another great thing that uh, our fans, fans of Rick and Morty, they're very, um, some of them, as, as we saw from your uh, your guy who lived in a world of Jerry's, he was a little more open-minded with sure. uh, uh, certain groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's a lot of other fans who are a little bit less so. And yeah. uh, they sort of uh, showed their, their true colors when um, for season three, uh, Dan Harmon did deci- decided to hire a bunch of uh, lady writers for the show. Yeah. He had a... His, his writing team was... Uh, not as uh, diverse as he wanted, so he he decided to tackle that issue. And it, and that was actually in response to people coming out and asking why it was there were right. And I guess it was a thing where he's like, "Well, yeah." So good I mean, g- good on him. Mm-hmm. Good on him. Um, 
One of the first posts I found about this was again on the Rick and Morty from user I poop on birds. Female writers ruined the show. Mm. This season is as good as the last two so far. The story and writing just reeks R E A K S of <laughs> sure. a try too hard to be funny as a man woman writing. Oh wow. That says that says a lot about this guy. <laughs> yeah. So and actually it was it was a, I was surprised a pretty mixed bag on the responses. A lot of people saying I think it's just as funny as the other stuff. Yeah. Uh some people agreeing with it. Um but um I saw <laughs> I saw people trying to do the like diplomatic, where it's 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 clear they don't like the idea that you know women working, but they didn't they couldn't say that, so they said something like, you know, I think the show was worse, but I don't think it's because they hired women. I think it's because they hired new people that didn't know anything ah, about the, the show. Diplomatic, yes, yes, yes. It's like you know, I, if they hired nothing but men, I would have had the same opinion. You know, mm, things like that. I find uh, that hard to believe. Yeah, and um, something that uh, Dan Harmon said. Uh, and he's, he, he sort of explained how writing in TV works. Uh, like you see, you, you see the credits on a show. It says, you know, this person wrote it, but it's not, they didn't write it. Like, right. It's a, it's, it's a group of The people. entire group did. It's the person's like, it's that person's like, you know, idea and their skeleton. And then everyone in the room adds everything else to sure. it. That's how it works. They just sort of rotate between people for each. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. A great example of that. It's what every, yeah, Sopranos did it. Well, I'm saying that the show 30 Rock is literally about. 30 Rock is about that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, a yes. group of people writing for a show. That's how it works, yeah. So. I, uh, I learned it on TV. So. You learned it on the TV? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, you learned how it works. You learned how TV works from TV? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Right, who, who else are you going to learn it from besides TV? How the uh, TV I, works. Who, who can you learn it from? Um, so, yeah, that's obviously a big problem with because they'll, they saw. They would see, they wouldn't just say this season's bad. They would say, you know, first episode was good, written by a man. Second episode written by yeah. a lady. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Third episode, a lady. Not good. Fourth episode, a man. Good. But they would say, you know, you'd have the guys like your fellow who would say it's because women are trying to be funny like trying a man. Hard, yeah, try too hard <laughs> to be funny like a man. Yeah. And then, you know, the diplomatic, uh, hey, there's just new writers, whatever. So, um, yeah, that's uh, very a lot of different ways for people to to be sexist without saying they're, they're sexist <laughs> online. Um, there was an article about this um, in uh, an IndieWire website. Yes, um, learned about that on the TV too. Uh, Rick and Morty's first female writers speak out: resisting the change will make things worse. Ooh. Which is a powerful thing to say. Uh, this, the, the subtitle for this was Four Women Writers Reveal How Dan Harmon and Justin Mullen's zany animated sci-fi comedy is cha- changing the status quo at Adult Swim. And it just talks about all that stuff and you have some, uh, some, the women who say, you know, hey, things needed to change and, you know, it was kind of like a boys club when we got in there. Sounds like some real ball busters, huh? These, these are some tough broads, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I decided to, <laughs> go to Reddit to see what some people said, but I decided to go to the uh, Men Going Their Own Way subreddit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Which is a subreddit for uh, men who are rejecting women from the world, basically. Also, in the uh, the overlaying diagram of Rick and Morty fans, it's it's a complete close, circle. Yeah. It's, it's very like, close, yeah. Um, can men have anything without women jumping on the fucking bandwagon? <laughs> we have to cater to their shit constantly. And someone to that said, yes, we can. We just have to say no. 
But in order to do that, you must get rid of blue pillars, manginas, white knights first. It's them who hire females. If you're going to start a business, do it with men who are not pussy slaves and you'll be okay. Oof. For now. Oof. So that was a good uh, <laughs> good place to Wow. To yeah, that is up. really good. Uh, yeah, after after all this started happening with the writers, um, dudes online started doxing and harassing the, the female writers. They did, yeah. Uh, really just because they didn't like some of the, couple of the episodes that aired. So they, uh, they decided to dox them and, uh, harass them and threaten their lives. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it, the staff on the show, like, Dan Harmon and others had to, like, go onto Twitter, Reddit, and, like, actually say, like, call out those guys that did that and yeah. say, like, Go fuck yourself. Like, we're not wanted. We don't want you anymore. Things like Leave our fandom. Yeah. Um, Harmon's famous. One of his famous quotes is, I wouldn't wish my fans on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that has to suck, though. <laughs> that does have to su- I mean, <sighs> I'm not really a big Dan Harmon guy, but, I mean, just think mm-hmm. about something you create, and then it has a, such a caustic effect. Yeah. I found a post that's kind of a hybrid between the dignitary way of posting this and the blaming women, which is very interesting. Yes. I love these hybrids. This is a Reddit post uh, from a user, Von Hyman Buster. <laughs> Somehow all these people have just hmm. the most incredible names. Hmm. Um, so after these gals got hired, he posted this. The quality of this show is just the newest sacrifice to the false god that is social justice. This season played out like a daytime soap opera. I have no idea what the creators were thinking. Maybe they just caved to the pressure of the loud political minority of society. The biggest issue is not that they are women, but that they are new writers who dilute the chemistry of the show. Sure, yeah. Immediate next. They weren't hired for talent, but just because they are female. Immediate next. Mm-hmm. How is that a, not a form of sexism? But like all great things in societies, Rick and Morty was doomed to eventually go downhill. Just disappointing it was this soon. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, uh, you know, that's a, it's a pretty common thing for uh, shows to go downhill after a certain hill, especially... Oh, yeah. Um, famously for me, it was Arrested Development Season 3. I didn't like it all. And then the Netflix one, I really didn't like. Oh, boy, that was dog shit, yeah. But um, the reason why is because... The show is off for a while, and you have these massive expectations and hype. And the show comes back, and it's, it's like, like not perfect. It wasn't. It was just like we're going to try something new, and it, that, that was for me was just like bad. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like in general, if you're sure, sure. if you're oh, a sure. fan of a show, after so much time off, it's rare for that to happen, and people to say, "Oh, it's better than ever." Like think of Sopranos being off for a while. You know, it come back, and they're just like, eh, "It's just not as good as it used to be." Things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, the fourth time you've mentioned Sopranos. Are you watching The Sopranos again? I've watched it ten times before, so okay. it's just always there. Um, Futurama best, best friend. Yeah, went away for a while, came back. Yep. Um, probably wasn't as good, but again, you put these expectations and everything, and you're just it just can't be as good as what you want it to be. Yeah. You know, Star Wars prequels, obviously great films. That everyone agree, <laughs> agrees on. <laughs> Dan Harmon, you talked about uh, Dan Harmon. You said you're not a fan. Uh, I just, I, I'm not. A, I didn't like Community. I just thought it was fine. I, I just, I think he's a we, kind of a weird. He's one of those guys that got famous for the fame kind of side of it. I feel. Hmm. I yeah. just, I just don't. Think, I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's clever. 
He does seem to enjoy the fame. He's got a couple different. He's got a couple podcasts, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got like the gaming one. He's got Harmontown. Uh-huh. He has something else. Else. He has an ex-wife. He, yeah, he does. <laughs> and apparently, it was a an odd situation with his. Uh, he he was divorced. Uh, he he uh, his wife were together forever, and then they got married. And a couple weeks later, or a couple months later, they got divorced. And uh, his his uh, wife like tweeted like, "Yep, sorry, we're divorced." And then later said it was because he was dating a lady that was working with him on the show. See, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, and who he, I believe he's still with now. But uh, he's still doing like Harmon Quest with the ex-wife. I yeah, believe. she's like one of the, the main guests. Whatever. Very odd for to Cast. end in that way, and then she's still like, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, but they were, like you said, they were only married for a very short period. Of time. I know, like officially. Yeah, just to, uh, just briefly. Yeah. So what I found, so there was a, the reason this, that's it, that I put this into the, the notes here was that um, there's a big divorce subplot in the third season okay. of Rick and Morty that comes up that a lot of the fans do not like. They don't like it. No. Um, but is more than likely a direct result mm-hmm. of uh, Dan Harmon's infidelity. Right, 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 right. right. Um, but the big thing is that the vanity card at the end of the show changed following his divorce. Yes. Which I think is, it, it, I personally find pretty funny. So a vanity card, you know, you're aware of what that is. Correct? I do know what a vanity card you is. You want to tell our listeners what a vanity card is? A vanity card, if you, whenever you watch a show, um, you know, you'll, the show ends and they'll do a brief little thing of the credits. And then after that, you'll see, uh, a little shot of, you know, the studio that brought you this. And it's right. just like a little graphic. It could be a little clip. It could be a little picture or something that's like, you know, from a, a, a Pickle Rick Studios. Right. And it's just, you know, and it could be any any number of different things. Right. So for, for Dan Harmon, his was a little claymation style of him and his ex-wife sitting on a couch mm-hmm. with their dog laying in front of them. But it wasn't ex-wife at the time. No, no. It was his partner. Mm-hmm. So then immediately following the divorce, uh, it was remade into the Dan Harmon claymation guy laying across the couch, the dog laying on the floor in front of him, and she's not in it. Um, the strange part of this is that she made both of them. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> so, again, um, personally, I think Dan Harmon's kind of a weird, obviously a weird guy. Right. Um there's something to be said for, you talk about the guy seeking fame, like, you know, most people with any sort of fame would keep all that shit under wraps as much <laughs> oh, as possible, because yeah. it's so personal. Not, yeah. And they, you know, maybe they can, like, express their anguish and whatever, like, through their art, but they don't literally... Incorporate it into... Yeah, like... The whole thing. The whole, the the vanity, whole show. Rewrite the show to base rent. Rewrite really the weird. show to take the vanity thing. Very bizarre. You might as well just like hold a picture of <laughs> your, your you guys married and like cut cut it in half. <laughs> Do the Sinead O'Connor thing. Yeah, with the Pope. yeah. <laughs> just right in half, right on right on television. Like very. Damn. That is a guy who's like, yeah, I matter. I'm important. You know what what happens to me is truly incredibly important to the show. He looks like Jack Black if he got put in with the the in the dry air washing machine with a bleach packet. He looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. he's not a great. I think, I think that's what you're getting at there. <laughs> not a handsome fellow. Mm. No, 
But uh, so that's all I really had on that. It's just the incorporating the personal life into the show is just another fucking weird mm-hmm. little thing. What's another weird thing from the show? Another weird uh, thing that happened. Uh, there's a little little Szechuan sauce incident. <laughs> we Couple. had a we had a Szechuan sauce incident. Yeah. So in the first episode of the third season, which was titled "The Rick Shank Redemption," excuse me, "The Rick Shank Redemption." Oh my. God. Awful, fucking <laughs> awful, dude. Um, it shows Rick eating um, Szechuan sauce in a memory machine that he has because the only place he can get this is in his memory uh, because it was released with the Disney movie Milan in yeah, 1994. Yeah, McDonald's did this very special uh, Szechuan sauce release 20 years ago. Yeah. And it so, was just a one-off bit that then the fans... Yeah, so, like, McDonald's was the one. Like, yeah, so the fans, like, started freaking out about it. And McDonald's um, encouraged that behavior when they sent a jug of original sauce to, I believe, Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. And then he posted it online, and then they were like, oh, my God, McDonald's is into it. It's crazy. So then they started... Petitioning, yeah, petitioning. They, they did all the ads at McDonald's on Twitter, <laughs> and so McDonald's decided to come back with the sauce. Yeah, and a, a limited promotion for <laughs> a very limited promotion. Uh, it was not every store, no. and I think at the most it was like twenty packets of the sauce per, per store. store. <laughs> and and they literally had lines out the door. They had lines around the block, hundreds and hundreds oh, of people. So. Um, a single pack of that sold on eBay for fourteen thousand dollars. Mm. Fourteen thousand dollars. Huh. Now, what do you think? The person that bought it have they opened that yet? Are they uh, are they never going to open it? Oh no, fuck no! They're never going to open it. Yeah, but the 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 price the value is not going to go up. That's and and that's an interesting thing because I saw looking this stuff up is that people were under the impression that a um, condiment that cost four cents to make that they were going to somehow become a multimillionaire off of having it. Yeah. Really weird. It's the Beanie Baby it's Pokemon worse card Beanie Baby, yeah. all over again. Um, but, I mean, there was a lot of people like, I'm holding on to this. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Sucks. Yeah, and uh, especially for something that like McDonald's can one week later be like, yeah, we're going to do 10,000 of these every day in every store because they have that capability of doing that. Sure. I mean, they this is they're actually releasing it again. Oh, oh no, yeah. Um they released it twice and I think they're going to do it again this year. So it's going to become like a annual thing. <sighs> cool. So that first batch who mm-hmm. gives a shit. Got a really good post. Um, this is on Reddit. This was in the uh, the height of the uh, the chaos. Uh-huh. Um, there was a thread, and uh, this goes back to um, I believe the thread was something about. Uh, this is actually really pathetic for Rick and Morty fans. Like that was what it was titled. Like, like guys, this is not this is not look good for us. <laughs> and uh, us geniuses. Yeah, most people were like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, but there were some people who uh, took took umbrage with sure. that uh, characterization. Uh, this user, I need all of you to shut the fuck up with all the internal bickering for a moment. 
Fuck politics, genders, memes, everything. It all needs to take a backseat to the matter at hand. McDonald's thinks we're all a joke. They think they can make millions of people waste a day of their lives for a sauce. They think after trying to bait us along with a plastic carrot that it's all made flying by giving us the real carrot months later. On Tuesday, October 10th, we need to be the spark that brings an empire to its knees. Wow. No matter how much your kids cry, no matter how much you want that Big Mac for lunch, we cannot give them our money. Let them see what just one day without us will be like. Watch as their stockholders flip shit over millions in lost revenue. Then on Wednesday, the war continues. And again, and again, and again, every day until McDonald's begs for our mercy. But we're Ricks, so there won't be much of that. Share this with every Rick, Morty, Beth, Summer, Jerry, or any other person you know. Real Braveheart uh, moment yeah, here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you can uh, you can picture this guy, the the the, the horns and anthems blaring behind him <laughs> as he <laughs> he readies the troops for battle against uh, the empire of McDonald's. Do you think this person actually believes that? Because I mean, it, it it sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he he had a lot more. Because people were like, "You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking loser." Oh, sure. Yeah. And he he battled him on that too, and um, uh, that was certainly the best. And um, it's it's hard to now. What what does he think he was actually going to have an effect, or is he or is he just trying to you know get pump some morale to the troops? I don't know. I, I think to me personally, the the saddest part of that is the fact that the assumption is that Rick and Morty fans make up a substantial amount of McDonald's. <laughs> I saw a couple posts that were like, um, fuck it, you know, I used to go to McDonald's every day, but no more. Fuck, man, that's tough. So, yeah. It is hard to say. I mean, when you consider how many damn people showed up, there are people who um, drove well out of their way to go to a McDonald's, you know, yeah. 100 miles away, yeah. and they didn't even, they, didn't, they weren't even doing the song. Right. <laughs> they weren't even doing it. There was that how they famous, that. the famous video of the guy doing the uh, I'm Pickle Rick on the counter. Yeah, which that's is a shame. Oh, it, mm. I, when I saw that, I was like, I, I was, you know, it's one of those things where it's it, it, I had to suspend my disbelief from it because I'm like, is this this is real? Like, well, there, there's controversy with that. People think you know the guy's doing a bit or something, but uh, that's not a whole lot better because if it's a guy who's just like who thinks he can uh, put his shirt over his head like fucking Cornholio and. <laughs> Jump on a counter at McDonald's and scream that he's he's pickle Rick demanding you know a Szechuan sauce. Uh. If the guy's earnestly doing that, then it's like he's it's sad. He's, yeah, he's like right. sick. If a guy's doing that to be funny, that's way worse because yeah, he has it almost is worse. You're right. He has all of his marbles and he's still deciding to do that. Yeah. What else did you see? This is a PSA. We got a PSA here. Okay. A PSA. Don't buy Szechuan sauce off of eBay. Is a scam. Uh huh. Right now, mm. if you buy the sauce off of eBay, there's a large chance it will be a scam. And by large, I mean like 100%. Uh. <laughs> I just ordered one and didn't realize until after that they don't even give it out until later in the day. Also, watch out for if the title says info in it, because if it does, then they just send you useless information on where to get the sauce, a.k.a. only a list of participating locations. I ordered a $45 offer and sadly fell into this trap without really reading into it first. Here's a pick of the one order I bought. Be sure to look out for any orders that look like this. 
So this was a person who, the day that the sauce came out, was attempting to snipe, I guess you would say, uh, a sauce um, before the fucking things were even released. Started buying shit off eBay before the things were even released in store. Yeah. Was buying... (laughs) Tips and tricks yeah, on where buying, to find it. Buying a uh, printed out MapQuest directions <sighs> to the nearest McDonald's. You know, this is actually, and this is definitely a future episode, but with uh, craft beer, with uh, special uh-huh. beer releases. Mm-hmm. See a lot of this where um, guys will uh, trade for or buy beer or sell beer that they haven't actually acquired yet because they're under the assumption that they will be able to get it. Uh, at the release itself. Sure, and then a lot of the times... A lot of times they don't. <laughs> that rules. Um, that is really cool. Yeah, it's great. So it's not, in their case, it's not really a scam. It's they're just trying to beat the market for some reason. So like, they just want to be ahead of everyone else. Uh, so I don't know if that's the case with uh, this Szechuan. Probably more of a scam, but... Probably more of... It was probably more of a scam as far as the whole selling the information. Like, it's that'll be available at the Route well, 6 that, McDonald's or something. That is certainly a scam. That's a big-time scam, because that's just, if you're dumb enough, and the fact that this person did it not once but twice fell into the <sighs> trap. I didn't really read it. I just bought, okay, well, then you're a fucking moron. Yeah. So if You're paying dozens of dollars for sauce. You better make sure you're getting that fucking <laughs> sauce, dude. A, not a, a packet of sauce. One packet. Yeah. The other God. the other post I found, post, post I found was, uh, McIn, Rick and, yeah, McDonald's Rick and Morty inspired Szechuan slash hyper rare $5,000 in free shipping. Hey, free shipping. There you free go. Free shipping. <laughs> Here you go. I mean, that $5,000 already, <laughs> also got a, it's a 996 shipping on it, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just throw the sauce in the fucking envelope. That's just, it, the whole thing just sucks. It's insane. It's, uh, one of the dumber things that's happened and, um, yeah, you know, again, a lot of sh- a lot of uh, fans of the show wanted nothing to do. They didn't even, they didn't even like, don't care about the sauce, don't care about the joke, mm-hmm. don't give a shit. It's uh, that that percentage of absolute freaks. I did. I saw a lot of rumblings because they're doing the live action Mulan here uh, next year. Next year, two live action one. Yes, yeah, so, you know, Disney is now doing live action of all their oh movies now. So Mulan's like the next after Aladdin. Oh, Mulan. Mulan. Okay, I see. So the Rick and Morty fans are rumbling. Gotcha. Because you know what that means is that Szechuan sauce is going to be flowing freely at McDonald's, and they're going to go and snag up as much as they can. So there's going to be a bunch of little Asian girls that just went and saw the movie getting nailed, run over by 400-pound uh, white guys with neck beards trying to get that sweet, sweet Szechuan sauce. They're going to have tiny Asian girls uh, underneath them the way they... They've okay, so do you have anything else? Let's talk about Pickle Rick. Okay, let's we please do to that. Uh, Pickle Rick is um, one of the dumbest fucking things. Yeah. Uh, totally uh, random epic, epic penguin spork shit. Yeah, um, Here's, I got synopsis for the episode. Please, I'd love to hear it. Great. So Morty is preparing himself for school advice therapy session when he hears Rick's voice. He follows the voice to the garage to find that Rick has turned himself into a pickle because he could. That's it, quotes. That is the uh, premise of this episode. That's the premise of the episode. That's correct. Cool. Great. So he turns himself into pickle. He says, "I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pickle, pickle Rick, Rick now." And from there, the f- the thousands of memes where Rick's face was on everything. I believe he was on the uh, wall and uh, 
Palestine. <laughs> the Wailing Wall. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Jerusalem, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. But what's the difference? Where's really? that big globe you what's have that opens up from? and it has liquor inside of it? Well, yeah, my well, my globe doesn't have Palestine on it. <clears throat> <laughs> so, but uh, I found this. Uh, this is a great. This is on a. Uh, uh, the meme website that uh, just breaks down all the memes. Meme, what's it called? Meme archive or something like that. What the the fuck fuck why would I know? Knowyourmeme.com. <laughs> um, well, you want to know your memes, don't you? Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> this, uh, uh, this sucks to read. On August 5th, a post with a video parody of the music Party Rock Anthem with the image of Pickle Rick dabbing and the Reddit logo <laughs> was. <laughs> Posted on 4chan. (laughs) (laughs) The worst sense I've ever heard. (laughs) The custom post source indicates that the post was made by a staff member. Several boards had a flood with threads using the Pickle Rick meme as spam, and multiple users accused the mods of not deleting the flood threads and defending the show. On August 6th, commemorating the premiere of the episode, the staff made another version of the Party Rock Anthem, and to play on loop for all users who have accessed the uh, the, the TV board on 4chan that day. There are theories that the 4chan staff entered to agreement with the creators of the show sure. to use the meme as a marketing ploy. So they used a, a video parody of Party Rock Anthem with Pickle Rick dabbing <laughs> as their... <laughs> That's to get people to watch your show. That's tough. That sucks. You know, it's funny because I'm thinking now... <laughs> Can you imagine if this show had been around during like the heyday of fucking something awful? Yeah, it would have been. It would have mm-hmm. been. And I'm also thinking like the reverse. Imagine like you know early Simpsons around, like when like 4chan was going and stuff like that. Just every response is that is a Homer choking Bart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Homer dabbing. <laughs> The big, fat, weird-looking Homer. Yeah, Crusty yeah. the Clown doing the floss dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about that's um, this post I found earlier today. I sent it to, you, or it might have been last night. Um, it was a, a girl celebrating her new tattoo, and her uh, so on Twitter, her at is at Medusa, but it's all spelled fucked up, and I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that every time I eat my feelings. Pickle Rick's smile is there, giving me support and positivity. It's a picture of her her ring, or her, excuse me, her middle finger, um, with Pickle Rick tattooed on it. It's a nice looking tattoo, uh, if, except for the fact that it's fucking Pickle Rick. It's the fact that it's Pickle Rick and it's uh, permanently affixed to her body. <laughs> and it's just, that one I saw, and I, that was just uh, really depressing. The, the other thing that I saw that was incredibly depressing to me is that... Uh, the Pickle Rick episode won the 2018 Annie Awards, which are prestigious animation awards for or different stuff. It's kind of like the Emmys sure. for animation. Uh, for Best General Audience Animated Television Broadcast and Outstanding Achievement for Writing in oh. an Animated Television Broadcast. And you know, the head writer of that episode was, in fact, a lady. Well, it fucking shows. Yeah. <laughs> Women in their pickles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he had something to say to that, but uh, I guess he decided not to. Uh, I think I'm tapped as far as uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Yeah, goes. I'm out. 
Uh, you want to say a wubba lubba dub dub to that topic for uh, Ever. right now? You want to get, <laughs> get get swifty with it? It's just so it's <laughs> it's another one of those things where, like you said, it's just so much shit that like I could I found a lot of other stuff I don't I don't understand it. Right. Uh, we'll we'll definitely post some of that stuff this week, really, just so we can post a picture and a bunch of question marks. Please, someone explain what the hell's going on here. Uh, <laughs> should we make fun of it? Should we feel sad? What do we do? Good. Um, but I also saw, speaking of posts, I saw some posts this week that made me say, This, this ain't it, chief. Christian, what did you see this week that made you say this? Ah, uh, boy. So I had a little bit of a week on the, the twit. <laughs> um, Twitter was on fire this week was. with the bad. It, we started the year off great. Uh, some people came to fucking post in 2019. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of bad stuff to the uh, the Alex or what, what's her fucking name, Alexandra. AOC. Yeah, she the whole dancing video. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. Over. Well, I could say, you know, my, my thoughts on that. Um, it was some random fucking guy, some like random libertarian guy said like, posted the video and was like, eh, she looks dumb. Yeah. And that inspired 10 million fucking people to say like, there's a, there's a war from the Republican Party against, you know, left or whatever and they, they hate cool women dancing and they, yeah. they hate fun. And then people being like, you know, they're, hey, they want to talk about her past, about dancing, but they don't talk about Kavanaugh's past with rape or whatever. Like, yeah. it was one fucking random dude. Yeah. A, a guy not affiliated with anything, just a random yeah. online Republican guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that inspired so much. Yeah. And then you got the, uh, the AOC dances to every song account, which I blocked yep. today because I couldn't take it. Yep. Just can't stand it. I don't shit. know if you saw that I, I posted uh, their content on the RTP Twitter today because they, um, they, uh, they, they were on fire last night. Oh, they? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> that was, that's when it gets, that's when I think things start to get sad is when um, some of these gimmick account people start to show who they are uh-huh. and this person you know you like the racism dog and stuff like that yeah. uh, the dog rates guy where you start to see behind the scenes of these dumb gimmick shitty accounts dogs. shitty dogs <laughs> not familiar with that one but I'll take your <laughs> word for it but you know these accounts they you know after like a few months they get big and famous they start to like peel the curtain back uh, it took this person just a couple hours to do <laughs> eight, that eight hours but uh, yeah just last night they said um they made a post like, okay, I'm going to bed, everybody, but when I wake up in a couple hours, I'll be back on my posting. And the Too next impressive. morning, <laughs> I'm awake, I'm at my desk, and back to posting, everyone. Back to posting videos of this dancing with just a random song affixed to it. Sucks. It's, uh, I saw a lot of people today just blocking it, muting it, telling it to go fuck itself. It's someone who... Uh, jumped at a current phenomenon and it's just really ran with it. Yeah, it's it's probably taken over their their whole life the last uh, 24 hours. Well, anyways, my post doesn't have anything to do with that. It doesn't have anything to do. I, no, no, it's just something I saw. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I saw this week was a uh, picture of uh, Ben Shapiro. Yes. Little Benji Shapiro, who uh, this picture is just awful. He looks revolting. Yeah. He looks revolting. So I p- posted something of a 
that picture next to a photo of Edgar from Men in Black, mm-hmm. where he's stretching his human suit back. Yep, and he wants sugar and water. That's right. Got some traction. Start to get some roll. You hit a thousand pop. faves. I saw. It's very, very impressive. Seventeen hundred now. Seventeen hundred. Wow. Um. So I got the the general backlash of you know Ben Shapiro supporters, and then this this guy came into my mentions. Uh, Lokonomics Shamaniac, huh. who uh, took my post and said to it, "Ouch! Implication: The Jewish media mogul on the left is like the cockroach on the right, masquerading as a human being and looking to take over the planet. Way too many Hitlerish undertones in this one. This ain't it, Chief. You probably should remove it." <laughs> He said, this ain't it, Chief. Oh, uh, I love um, he it. then continued when I did not respond to him and said, I'm sure that's not what you intended, but I'm also sure we can all agree we don't want to put that imagery out, even prima facie, right? To which I asked, are you having a stroke or something? <laughs> um, this con- he, it continued. He went back and forth. Um, really weird guy. I went to his account, and he, I don't know what his deal is exactly. Um, Mm-hmm. He's not a follower of you. He's just a random. No, and I don't know where the fuck he saw it from. So he must have saw it retweeted. Yeah, um, it's fascinating that he said the Saint It Chief to you. Oh, sure. And you turned that into a the Saint It Chief of the show. Yeah. Which he is also very good. he also called me Big Boy, but spelled it B O I, which I responded <laughs> uh, very telling that you spelled boy that way. Um, can you expand on that? And then he didn't respond to hmm. that either. So. Okay. Can you expand on why you think that's telling? <laughs> um, so, anyways, to that I say, uh, Parker. Uh, subscribe to our show. Please. If you're listening, you little creep. If you like and, saying uh, this ain't it, Chief, you'll love the show. <laughs> yeah, and this ain't it, Chief. Terrific. Uh, I saw, uh, again, a bunch of content this week that really mm-hmm. made me scratch my head. Um, I'm going to give you a twofer. Cause, uh, and I posted this on the uh, the report this post. Oh, okay. Twitter account, because both of these... <laughs> Out of context, I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Okay. No, I don't. And they really going. made me uh, made me sort of lose my mind a little bit. <laughs> so this this on. first first one is from at Liz Mayer. Okay, go on. So this lady out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the Amor. Okay. And uh, okay. Okay. Here's my only nativist beef: Hispanic people who look and sound mongrel. <laughs> Right, start over. Here's my only nativist beef. Hispanic people who look and sound Mongolian and who therefore don't realize I could just communicate with in Spanish instead of English, which they don't speak particularly intelligibly. I'm cool with Spanish, just not being super confused. What? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> How many Mongols is this lady <laughs> running into? <laughs> she's, she's, you got like, you got Cheech Marin, and then you got Tilda Hunt. She's yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. But then you saw she went, she just like she rolled with it, time, yeah. Like 20, 25. Yeah. She kept going. She deleted it at some point, but she deleted it one of those like, I'm just tired of dealing with the haters. <laughs> you know, clearly what I meant was, you know. And then she posted a picture of the first Google image search for Genghis Khan and just like posted like, here's the guy I'm talking about. <laughs> what are you, what is wrong with it's you? fucking John Wayne as Genghis uh, yeah, well, Khan. Well, that would uh, be great. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm a Mongol partner. <laughs> oh, that rules. <laughs> and the second tweet um, of the uh, what the fuck is going on yeah. right now? This is from a uh, from perennial uh, online fella, John McAfee. Uh huh. Who uh, who you somehow love to compare me with, which is. Uh, what do I? Yeah, you did. You've done that like twice now. You've like taken a picture of me and put it next to him. Oh yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, first of all, I've done it once, and it feels like more because it hit you very hard. That must be it. Um, John McAfee, who created the McAfee uh, antivirus, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and killed a guy. You know that from the '90s. If you just like, oh, that's interesting, but now you don't realize that he's insane and like lives in Central America because he's evading various laws and stuff because he killed a guy enough of the whale fucking is non-consensual bullshit a humpback whale weighs seventy thousand pounds is 50 foot long can dive more than a quarter mile and can crush ships with a single swipe of its tail if a human manages to fuck one you damn well better believe it's consensual yeah thanks john this is not his first tweet about that (laughs) It was my first exposure. To it. Oh, is it? So I had. Oh no, my god, he's tweets no about that every on. like six weeks or so. Oh, my there's god. he's he's this is a this a, that is his <laughs> no pun intended his white whale. <laughs> Supposedly, there's he some, wants to fuck a whale. Some Maori tradition of doing that. Hmm. I I can't imagine that's true. Uh, he supposedly tried to join a group of guys that were going out to do it, and they beat the shit out of him. Good. Um. So now his whole thing is that that's before he dies, he's going to do that by himself. He's going to fuck a whale. Uh-huh. And um, because of the weight of the humpback whale, that means it's going to be consensual that he... The logic is He's just not... basically a, um, a mosquito at that point. Right? Yeah. So I guess, Just a little prick. But that would not be consensual either. I don't consent to mosquitoes <laughs> fucking me. It's true. I don't. I don't think that's how that works. To John and Liz, I say, this ain't it, Chiefs. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, <laughs> to <boy>. uh, <laughs> what is a especially bad episode? I think <laughs> of report uh, <laughs> this post. Oh boy, um, yeah, a lot of bad posts this week. A lot of uh, bad stuff. A lot of bad people online. 2019 is is going great. <laughs> It's really going good so and, far. And the crazy thing is, twelve months from now, we won't remember. No, any yeah, of this. I mean, yeah, you think about if if I were to point out the bad post from last January, you would have been like, "Oh my god, that was twenty five years ago." Mm-hmm. And this year, like once we get to the summer, when we start getting into uh, uh, primary, it's going to start <sighs> happening sooner than you know it. Yeah, and uh, online's going to suck fucking ass. And we're going to be here for it, folks. <laughs> really excited. <laughs> Roving reporters. Yeah. Uh, please like and subscribe and rate and review and all that stuff on uh, all the things you can do that on. Uh, we were on Spotify. just found that out. Actually, Geiger reminded me that he had told me that, I don't know, three. How, you just found out that I reminded you several times before? Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. All right, great. So uh, Christian is just... Figured out that he was told before. That. That's right. <laughs> yep. We are on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Stitcher is a popular one. Yep. Uh, we're on all that shit. Uh, go grab them. SoundCloud. Uh, Twitter. Send us your bad posts on Twitter. We will retweet them. We will talk about them on the show. 
if you have a great topic, we've had a few people give us some topic ideas, and we're going to get to them at some point. Yep. We have to get through some of our bad ideas first, so. <laughs> uh, keep piling up. <laughs> our list is getting pretty fucking dumb. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned where we're going to announce some, uh, some, uh, some Patreon stuff here pretty soon. We're still working on all the details, but we'll be, we'll be doing that stuff here real soon. And, uh, you can support the show and support the artists behind it. You can the, just buy us, but it's mostly to buy us beer. Yeah, we, 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 we go through a lot of beer for this, <laughs> this fucking show. And we still I think we're both still in debt from the beer that Christian drank for the Something Awful episode. So, anyways, anything it's, else you want to add to It's been a great, uh, great show. We appreciate the support, and uh, we'll see all you guys very soon on, <laughs> online and uh, over the air on the podcast, Waves. And uh, for Christian... This is Geiger saying, wubba lubba dub dub. Goodbye.